This NBA draft props edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy. You're listening to SGP. Wait, hold on. Say it again. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner and picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. It's the true pageantry of the pageantry to mm. the draft, right? Will there be a freezer on the premises? <laughs> that's the. I, I, Will that's, John Morant be there with his uh, <laughs> toy fake gun? gun? Yes. I mean, uh, I could see. I could see how you could confuse. Uh, oh, John Sean, no, Sean. <laughs> Ryan, don't worry. If you flash a gun yeah. live stream, it's only a 24 game suspension. Four games in the NFL. Wait, what is it? How many games uh, did it, he get? It, he got- it was the equivalent of five games in the NFL. I translate all suspensions <laughs> to NFL games. It's a five game suspension, which is, I, is that about what, what, what Greg Hardy got for throwing uh, his girlfriend oh, on a bed of guns? The, the NFL suspensions. I mean, again, Tom Brady got four for deflating a football compared oh. to Ray oh, Rice. Wow. You could, you could go down a, a rabbit. What hole, did Ray Lewis get for the screwdriver incident? Oh, I don't think he, I don't think he got suspended. You know, Ray Lewis. Yeah. He, he it's like uh, the classic sec defense. <laughs> I didn't know I couldn't do that. Uh, chat is live. We're going to be joined by the guys from the uh, NBA Gambling Podcast in a little bit. I'm I'm rocking my Eagles gear, Ryan, because I'm in. I, I'm not supporting well, the Sixers until maybe next NBA play. I'm still really annoyed the way they went out. The way they went out super soft, and I've just been engaged in some social media beef with one uh, former Dallas Cowboy, Des Bryant, who's going to be at the Fantasy Football Expo, who is also going to be in the flag football game. We are. Are also competing. We're hosting the Friday night fantasy football expo party. So I plan to be going toe to toe with Des Bryant. I, I'm, I'm, we've been chirping at each other uh, on Twitter, Ryan, going back and forth. Pretty fun. Yeah, th- there's nothing satirical about this. This is a very serious <laughs> situation. And anyone who no is satire there, here, I, when, when the moment happens, when uh, Sean corner, corner, what you, what do you want? What's your uh, corner? I've been going name? with green Island, but I'm, okay. I'm open. If you have so, a better suggestion, so green I- when green Island uh, trots out onto the field <laughs> across the way from Des Bryant and goes for that jam. Yes. I what, definitely what's the move? What are you, what are you looking to do? You looking to get, get some work on that inside shoulder. You hoping to just be a, a speed bump along quick, his go right. I don't, you may have to adjust the frames for second on the camera because how lightning fast my hands are. I think people are probably just seeing a blur. That's, it's probably just, we, we don't have the, yeah, we don't have that speed yet, but I look, I, I here's what I would say. If Des Bryant was a true promotions man, mm. he would let you shut him down. Oh, if he wanted something to go viral, yeah. I mean, you him- know what? Send Des <laughs> a, a copy of you touting any of your first touchdown yeah, okay. wins from last year, mm. and then find out what what company he's there 
uh, as a as a oh, founder right. of right, I, you're you're saying too much already right. because you're you're gonna ruin the surprise. Right. Check us in Canton. You can you can <laughs> find us in Canton. Check us out in Canton, Ohio. All right, enough messing around. Joining us on the line from the NBA Gambling Podcast, Mr. Lante Smith. What's happening, Lante? What's up, fellas? Uh, glad to be with you guys, man. Talking some NBA draft. One of the better times of the year for me, especially. Ooh. Now wait, so you you're 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 a diehard uh, NBA draft props guy? Yeah, man, I got all sixty picks uh, wrote up uh, on the site today. Got Let's it all go. Marked up. Check yeah, out those man. mock so, drafts. And, and yeah. again, uh, two a two a two round <laughs> mock draft in the NBA is That's basically intense. a seven round mock draft. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. Well, can't wait to dive in. Get some of these best bets. Of course, we do love long shots here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, as far as lead pipe locks, this guy lead pipe lock. When oh. it comes to hosting podcasts for SGPN, you know him, you love him from the NBA Gambling Podcast and the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Heating up, Mister Terrell Furman, aka Villain Rel. What's up, Terrell? Nothing much. Nothing much. Just a, you know, a slight fifty nine percent of all my bets are hitting in the WNBA. That not mention my locks that are doing very very well. So you know, I'm perfectly perfectly fine in the WNBA. Like better than John Morant was in the West. Oh. I can say that much for certain. Oh but wow! NBA draft time is. Eh, it's not a time for me. I'm, I'm not a. I'm not a big NBA draft guy. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's beautiful. And I will. So say, you have one pro NBA yeah. draft guy, one no, anti NBA it's, draft. It's like guy. any good show. You need the. You need the pro and the con mm. case. It's I will, like that. Like, CNN crossfire. Can we get a? It's pick? just like. Go ahead, you, We're all guessing mm. and oh, yeah, trying to point. figure out what everybody's doing, and then honestly, truly. About seventy percent of the guys here are like going to be out of the league in a year or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah I guys, mean the NBA draft. These guys aren't even going to see court. Like, there's like oh, ten guys that the, oh, ten it. guys that matter. Of course, you're talking to a guy who I, I don't like to bring it up, but number one, uh, mock NFL oh, oh, but draft. As you bring it up, as you bring it up <laughs> again, I don't like to just let the record state number one NFL mock draft uh, for in the, the world. Yeah, uh, show me a better mock draft, Ryan. I I won three separate contests. I was so, winning contests. I didn't even know I was entered it. Would it be safe to say worldwide leader? Worldwide leader. Well, okay. Yes. I worldwide leader in the 2023 NFL mock draft and USFL picks uh, oh, ATS. But we'll save, those. Those, we'll save those for that can, show. Can I uh, make a request for the me- the the media team? We need a pig vomit esque WNBA. WNBA. Yeah, we, need, we need one of those out. There. <laughs> All right. Uh yeah, I mean I, honestly, like I, I would think the NBA guys would love the narrative shit. Well, you know what I mean. Like I, I mean, personally, I as there's... an NBA diehard myself, I'm loving <laughs> yes, this. Yes, I am loving Let this. Well, I I have takes. By the way, I can't oh, wait right. to fire some up. Well, I I don't I don't know if you have you have you really gotten into the scouting reports because this one stood out to me. Brandon Miller, yes. team's really impressed with his ability to Should deliver to oh, to, to deliver a murder weapon without <laughs> being seen on social media with a gun Sean very impressive attribute for for a oh, college yes. basketball player to have per, perhaps this is the difference between someone who paid attention at school mm-hmm. at a great uni- uh, higher learning education uh, university like Alabama <laughs> and someone like John Morant 
Where did John Moran go to school? Uh, he was a private school pussy. Oh, okay. Uh, at oh, least Marquette, in high school. Right? Yeah. He went to Murray State. Murray State. Yeah, Murray State. To Marquette. That's uh, embarrassing. That, that's like the, the Bill Snyder, Kansas State thing. We're going <laughs> to no, get a three star review. One so, private school pussy, another private school pussy. They're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. Let's start there, Lante. It, it seemed like early on in the process and leading up to it, uh, Brandon Miller was a was a lock to be the number two pick. Now the the odds seem to be flipping. From my research, from what I've seen, I like the Hornets to take Brandon Miller second because you're getting plus one seventy right now. Am I crazy? Obviously, Scoot Henderson is the other guy people are considering, but it feels like the draft starts at number two. Obviously, Webb and Yama is the lock there for number one. But what do you? Where do you have Brandon Miller going? Two or three? Yeah, I have him going three simply because I think that it's a high chance that Charlotte can <laughs> take. <laughs> I think they can they can trade that pick to try to get oh. um, Brandon Ingram or Zion. So that's the only reason why I have them actually taking it because I think it's a higher chance that they'll be able to move Scoot because that's the team that everybody's been asking for. Pelicans have been asking, um, the Jazz, the Magic. Every seems like everybody that has multiple picks are trying to trade up and get that second pick. So I think drafting Scoot just gives them more leverage to be able to move it and maybe get Zion, who's probably at his lowest. As far as value wise, um, <laughs> as he's been, so um, I think that's more interesting to look at from that perspective. As far as them moving the pick rather than them taking scoop, so I mean, I wouldn't hate it taking. You know, Brandon, he's a Brandon Miller is definitely the better fit. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like it just because you're getting plus one seventy. It feels yeah. like, especially with the Zion uh, news, it's it's way closer to a coin toss. too. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. D- you know, to Charles' point, like we are kind of obviously just making some guesses. So if you can find plus not odds me. on these not things, me. not not <laughs> great. I've been I've been working the. Uh, it turns out Zion's load management coach that coach has a lot of intel. Oh on man, a lot of players. that woman keeps going off. She is. Uh, I mean, there's just a lot, a lot of screenshots that he she's putting out. Yeah, people are people are against what Elon's up to, but I say let it let him play. Um, Again, yeah. if you're talking to a guy or a gal, and your only form of communicating with them is Snapchat, <laughs> you should very much consider that this may not be the long lasting relationship. You may not you be the one. Is. Yes. Yeah, he just might not be into you. <laughs> Yeah, and and to clarify from previous episodes, she re- uh, the woman has retired from uh, pornography in 2019. Whoa. Right? Some people have been saying she was a porn star, Ryan, not active currently. Uh, so Does I only fans count as being a porn star, <laughs> or is that just that's small a very business? that's a very great I, I have a, a just comment on that that whole industry. Why is why is it no matter what level you're at, you're a star? Yeah, there's no porn supporting <laughs> actresses. I I think I think it's just they're trying to be nice. Like, hey, you're willing to do that. You're a star. <laughs> For, Does you know? OnlyFans have to be a porn site? Like if no. I start no, no, fans, I, can I put my picks up there? Oh and- yes. Yes. Honestly, I mean, the you, difference you might be- have trouble competing with the yeah. with some of the other girls because I've seen girls on there who go nude and do sports picks. So you might be behind the eight ball trail, uh, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean the, the difference between the, between like the action app and uh, OnlyFans <laughs> is basically just the the, employ- the clientele one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, so I I do like Brandon Miller because you get the plus odds. But Lante, what's your what uh what's uh let's kick things off. What's one bet you like so far here? Uh man, one of my favorites is Bilal Koulibaly to go in the top ten. That's plus oh, it's on my list. Yeah, that's plus two twenty right now. 
Uh, he's pretty much the highest riser uh, in the draft so far. Um, he hasn't worked out for a lot of teams because he was still playing. You know, he's a teammate of, of Victor Wimbiyama, so they they were playing in the finals. Uh, I think they got swept, actually. But throughout that playoff, um, he played extremely well. Uh, upside is there defensively. He has to get better jump shot-wise. But, I mean, outside of that, man, I think plus price, I think his over-under is at 11 and a half, and it's juice to the under. So, I mean, just, just from a numbers perspective, you got to think, I mean, it's a higher chance of him going 10 or 10 or nine than it is for him to go 11 to me because Orlando, I think has the 11th pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And they technically probably can get their point guard with their sixth pick. So I don't think they'll be able to, um, I don't think they'll draft him there. So I think he'll go way before 10. I think between seven and 10 is a good range for him. So I like to plus two twenty on that for him to go. Um, inside the top 10. That's one I had as well. And I, I did less, way less handicapping than uh, Lante. Oh. I just saw the 11 and a half minus 140. Yeah, right, and then right. you were getting, and it was like plus 400, even, uh, even uh, like a week ago. So, Good question about the French players. Sure. Has there been a French player that's come into the league? Maybe I haven't been paying super close attention that has wowed us with their. Uh, grit and uh, hardworking, uh, great basketball play. Tony oh. Parker, I think Tony oh. Parker was scrappy. Well, besides Tony oh. Parker, Batum is good. Well, he was good. I just, I feel like we're making, like, I feel like as a league, mm. and I always like to use, uh, shout out to Robert Swift. If, if those, those of you who don't know who Robert Swift was, he was a big man that the Seattle the SuperSonics drafted out of high school. Uh, way back when, you simply because of his size and his wingspan, and he turned into nothing. And I, I just didn't know we were going to talk about Robert Smith today. And I and I sit and I sit here wondering, like, are we going back to that well just because we're we're just full of measurables? I mean, again, when when well, it, it, I mean, it does seem to happen. Best prospect ever, really. It, it does seem to happen with the Wembenyama and Zion walk onto a. Was it Trevor Lawrence board. like the best prospect ever coming out in <laughs> out of NCA? Yeah, they, people just love hyping guys up. I know it's not necessarily a draft prop bet, but um, Terrell, what's your take on Wembenyama to win Rookie of the Year? He's obviously the odds-on favorite. You even have to lay some juice. Minus two twenty-five. Minus two twenty-five. For NBA Rookie of the Year, historically, I think they oh. looked at like the last five guys who were minus odds to win uh, NBA Rookie of the they Year, and the won. only one who did it was uh, Durant. Like one out of the last five actually did it. Would you be betting Webinyama at his current price for uh, NBA Rookie of the Year? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. I'm not. I mean, come on. He's a big. Throws a fellow dog. Don't, don't you just throw yeah. a, throw a, throw so, a coin? But, but not, listen to this. Go ahead. X Files, X Files, oh, please. Oh. Because Ben Simmons once won Rookie of the Year <laughs> in his second year oh, yeah. in Chet the Holm- league. Yes, Chet Holmgren oh. is still there. That is seven uh, footer versus seven footer Rookie of the Year. Yeah. We'll see who comes out I like the cage that match alive. And I don't know, man. I'm just saying, there's a lot of good guys in this class, and all it takes is for Victor Wembanyama to have one. Thing flare up on him, and he'd be out maybe three weeks, four weeks of a season, and that could potentially be the award. So I'd just rather take the plus price. I know he's a great talent and everything, but there, there's a lot of room for error here. Growing pains are a real thing uh, as a parent. 
<laughs> and uh, when someone is really tall and long, they have, oh, you know, they, there's so many issues. And I mean, even look at Chet himself, same thing last year, Chet is plus four fifty. I love that. Yeah, uh, I love angle. that angle Terrell. That's that's yeah. I mean, that's, that's locked in because the, and also to your point, like there's this, precedence, there is precedence for and, a guy second year in the league, getting a rookie yeah. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and, and much like the Sixers, Hey, if there's any sort of uh, any sort of like minor foot thing or leg thing, you know, they're going to be super cautious with him and sit mm. him down. Oh, Hey, what worst case we get another top pick. Like the NBA is just some fucking Ponzi scheme to collect more <laughs> picks and, and more, more top and, level talent. And At some point this. you have to actually draft the guys and yeah, play basketball. Play, look, look at Denver. Imagine this as well. <laughs> the, the thunder were a hop, skip and a jump from the playoffs last year. Yeah. Yeah. If they make the playoffs and Chet has a really good year, say Chet and Victor's weird years are comparable. That playoff bump that the Thunder are gonna be on and the wins that they'll probably have over, you know, the Spurs, it's probably gonna give him a boost. So I really do like Chet at plus four fifty. Chet versus Wembenyama is gonna set the game back. Just two stick figures out there <laughs> banging into each other. They playing, might start a fire. A bully ball. You know, you get two two pieces of kindling, Ryan. It's yeah. gonna get a little uh, brush fire going. Uh, <laughs> Kramer, what do you got? Uh, toss out a draft prop. Well, I, so I, I just just to be clear, because I also want to document all of this, just in yes. case any of the. De- so we we do we have any other bets other than that t- other than the top ten plus two twenty for I Bilal? Am, I am throwing in Brandon Miller second oh. pick at plus one seventy. Okay, well, so just because the the odds are too juicy now, it swung too hard. So is so is there any the fact that they're still offering number one pick odds? Do we have any <laughs> takes on that? Uh, you can lay Brian, twenty thousand to win a hundred. Yes, Brian. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, I I but learned no, no, Traver may I, actually have access I, I will, to this I refuse, uh, market. I actually in I am in protest in the show during the show right now. I am protesting the fact that we are going to talk about anybody else at number one. Well, sometimes as I consume content in the space, I hear what are considered to be sharp minds mm. talk about if you feel there is an edge, even if it's a small edge. It it's would be price. it would be a great bet, and if people are saying a hundred percent, I'm not Lock seeing minus infinity here. I'm seeing uh, this is like we need to pool our DGen liquidity. I heard uh, <laughs> I heard CJ Sullivan host of Bottom Line Bombs Man the Box. He said there's a term for those kind of bets where mm. you like lay twenty thousand. They're yeah. called bridge jumper bets. Basically, if you bet it, it means you're betting all your money on it. And then if it doesn't hit, well, you guys can do so, the math on that. So it would be uh, a mil- yeah, a million to win five grand. Yeah, let's do easy it. money. That's I mean that's a great bet. Well, we we have to go back to uh, you weren't going to make five grand. We already we already have some line of credit there, Ryan. We got to get them to bump it up to Did a million. We, we discussed then- this on the air. <laughs> About how it just we can walk into Circa with nothing yes. and just start gambling. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Shout out to Derek, uh, and, real host. And uh, yeah, got some. We will be going out there for the Circa sign up weekend mm. coming at the end of the uh, end of uh, August. There, more details to come on that. Kramer, right. do you have a bet you want to give out? Do I? No. Hmm. I, so we're we're officially saying no. There's no value yeah, in the no first value. pick because last year, remember, we thought we had a lock first pick and then things changed. Yes. Okay. No, I. I actually think the the way to play it is the opposite of what you're saying, which it seems like Henderson's a lock to be the second pick. Why is it minus two fifty? I from what I again re, Twitter researching, I, I don't see a ton of smoke. Uh, to 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 what Lante said earlier, it seems like the game theory around the 
like the people that sit around the campfire and talk about the potential trade, one of the most uh, the most polarizing issues in the NBA. They, they all seem to think that the bet, like the the way that that all goes down, is for Henderson, not Miller. So, uh, like playing the probability, then it doesn't seem like like minus two fifty. I know this is not fun, but again, minus two fifty is suggesting a, a, an implied probability of of what Sean like sixty something percent. And so yeah, like no, sixty seven. Yeah, well, yeah, minus two. Yeah, yeah. So it would be. It would almost be like I don't I don't see the case for Brandon Miller. I guess, mm. like I I don't you can see get the, you can get Wimby, Scoot, and um and Miller like exacta, and you can get under two hundred. That's a great bet, I think. Yeah, like, so it's I, like one to minus one eighty. I think yeah, because they have the the exact oh, trifecta. Wait, but so, are you on are you on Miller going? Wait, 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 wait. No, are, Sean's on. Are Miller. you on Miller? And no, Sean's on Miller. Sean's yeah, on Miller. Sean, yeah, Sean, Sean is. Sean is not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on oh. Scoot going second. Oh yeah, everybody else is on Scoot. Yeah, Sean, yeah. you're on your own. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, but I, I'm saying if you like if you like Scoot Henderson to go number two, you should pro- probably just play the top three picks exact order because you yes. can get a yes. Henderson. So that was my Miller. play number one. Okay, it, minus because everybody stole my thunder and I was trying to wait patiently. That is my play number one. Just take Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller. Go one, two, three, minus one forty. That is the that's the price I got. That's how I played it. And I think that I mean ultimately all the trade stuff. I think that's just talk. I don't think a trade is going to happen. Oh. If, so you if think the, Charlotte is going to be the one that drafts Scoot? There's no way that they are going to let a porn star d- dictate <laughs> that they trade Zion Williamson. Like that's not going to happen. And if they do trade him, they're going to wait till the season starts because they don't want it to seem like a porn star tr- dictated them trading for Zion Williamson. So well, yeah, she leaks the tapes. Yeah. Oh, uh, but again, <laughs> that would be the best draft. She would then no longer be a retired porn star. Yes, then she's coming. She's so technically she's just, coming. She's really just planning her way back in the industry yeah. at this point. Literally so. coming out of retirement. <laughs> wow! Uh, I had to get that one in. <laughs> Getting into the amateur market. <laughs> no, but I. To, why would you trade Zion now? He's at the lowest value. Give it to the start of the season. To your point, or the trade yes. deadline. Maybe he decides yes. he wants to play basketball. I know he has sodas everywhere. <laughs> as, as she, I mean, man, she just roasted him in every aspect of his life. Poor guy. Um, but yeah, like maybe, maybe get him playing a little bit and playing well and, and moving on from this. Because you know how the internet is. It, it, this stuff's going to be old news in in a couple of months. So you're you're trading at the lowest possible point here if you're the Pelicans. I'd be pretty surprised if they move him. But again, this is uh, this is the NBA. No one knows what's going to happen. I'll tell you what I do know what's going to happen. I'm going to keep wearing my bird dog shorts oh. regardless. I I'm on day uh, I'm on day nine, right? Really? Oh wow! Look at you going. Are those there. the same shorts? That's I, I have shorts. I have two pairs nine, of shorts, shorts. two oh, okay. pairs and a pair of joggers. I've been rotating. There was a load of wash done in between there, but I'm just never taking these things off. They are so freaking comfortable. I I feel bad promoting bird dogs because it means other people are going to get bird dogs and there'll be less bird dog shorts for me to wear. That's how much uh, I love. And, and what did they look like again? What they, they, let's get them up. Hey, look, yeah. you wanna, yeah, yeah. Let's get them up. Yeah, let's oh yeah. Look at like, yeah, maybe a little well, higher oh, shot. Oh, right, oh, like, zoom out. Like get the oh there. Yeah, I, w- I would say this. Uh, here here's the thing, uh, Terrell. Worth worth noting <laughs> as you get old. I know you're like both of y'all younger, um, maybe priorities are different, but the idea of having a of some sort of clothing that is 
uh, capable of uh, going through two full weeks of being worn while I, still I mean, being comfortable and not emitting any odors. <laughs> very no sweat. Very and I sweat. Wicked technology is amazing. We're going to we're going to Vegas for a quick day trip, knock oh. out some episodes, oh. and. It's a hundred degrees in Vegas. I, it, normally, it's just it's just a, a nightmare for for rocking shorts or rocking anything. But uh, Bird Dogs, super super soft, great, keep you cool, dry all day long. Go to BirdDogs.com/pool, enter promo code pool, get the free Eddie South tumbler with your order. Again, yeah, I mean you should just buy these things straight up. The tumbler is awesome, but BirdDogs.com/pool, you won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you, and I I, I can live. By that, uh, by that and, short promise. And if you are wearing them in Vegas, the yes. zipper pot, they have some zippers. Oh. To, so make sure if you're at a Players place, cards, one well, thing. let's just make, you know, maybe you're in a place where you're relaxed, your feet might be up. Maybe mm. so there's some, some moving around. Oh. You got zippers just in case. I've been I've been hammered at a sportsbook yeah. many a time. You lean back. No, I wasn't so talking about a sportsbook. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. There's other places. Uh, quick, quick aside. We yes. we were at uh, this is this is a fun. This is the, to date ourselves, but it was the debut of the Wildcat. And uh, Sean Sean was so <laughs> wasted. If you if you've ever been to Vegas, they give you the drinks in those kind of small tall glasses. And he just started stacking them in this cup holder and just smashing. There's just broken glass under his seat <laughs> as he was just smashing glass after glass. He proceeded to hit like a plus four hundred money line on the Dolphins. It was the pretty great. It was pretty All right, good. Back to the NBA. Uh, Lante, what next? Uh, what do you got next for us here as far as NBA draft prop bets? Uh, let's see. What do I have? Um, man, so I got Cam Whitmore at two to one to go fifth overall. Uh, okay. to the Pistons. Uh, and he actually was um, even money uh, like earlier in the day. So he's kind of moving against me, but I honestly don't see any spot that anybody else can go. Cause essentially I'm thinking it's going to go uh Wimby scoot Miller, um, Amen Thompson, and then cam. Cause he just fits the Pistons system more. They're log jammed at the big. So Jairus Walker is probably not the best, uh, I guess, candidate for it. Uh, he's been linked to Detroit in a multiple reports. Uh, he killed the workouts all like implications are saying that they like him with Monty being there. So man, I think at plus, I mean, two to one, I think that's a bargain for, um, for him to go there. And if you look at the, they have a top five exact order, Ooh. the two, the two favorites are like with him at the, at the fifth spot. So, I mean, I don't get the two to one. Uh, it's more of a numbers thing to me. I mean, I think I like the fit also, but I mean, if he's the favorite to go, you know, fifth in each one of the top, uh, top categories, in the top five, exactly. I mean, two to one. I think that's a bargain. Yeah, and, and kind of just added on to that. Still on my picks. <laughs> oh damn, my bad, bro. No, I, mean, I got. I got like, we should have put. We should have. We should have talked about this before. No, no, <laughs> Man, bro. I got. I got like. I got like thousands of picks. So, I mean, you what do you got, Terrell? You got. <clears throat> we'll let you go for next. What there do you got? got? There we go. No, it's no, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. I'm just <laughs> echoing the cam with more. I did have that on the oh, board nice. as well. Let's go. A little bit less oh. of a numbers game and. Mm, I I have sources that Ooh. say that there there is a player that is a gap between Amen and Osar, the twins, and that player is Cam Whitmore. So if you think Amen is going four, and you think there's one player in the gap of two of those players, it is nothing that is guaranteed lock or anything, but a very good source that's you know, embedded in these situations said that there is, you know, a player in between the two twins and that is Cam Whitmore. So that just made sense for me to go Cam Whitmore 
at five. But I'll go ahead and take that and play it the other way and give out Asar Thompson at six overall to uh, for plus 185. Right now, that's the favorite, which doesn't make me feel any good of him actually going six overall. But it, again, I, I'm and when I get to M- NBA, NFL draft, whatever connections I have in either league, and just whether it be people from however they know the players, I tend to trust those people. And I, I, I trust the thought process of the twins are very, very close to each other. Of course, Eamon is the better shooter, so he's going first. And then Cam Whitmore is in between them, and then it closes out the other twin. So I'm just going to say that the other twin gets drafted very soon after his brother, six overall, plus 185. Yeah, I mean, you guys you guys both mentioned it, uh, kind of connecting to your picks, but Eamon Thompson, him going fourth, which again, seems pretty, pretty good match here for Houston. Um, they have horrible shooting, you know, they need to improve it. Um, Amen Thompson, you know, seems like a great fit and at minus one thirty, I like who, who is messing that up at, at number four, Amen Thompson minus Nobody, 130 feels a like a great price. Unless, right? they, unless they trade for Harden. Unless they trade for hard, no. but I, you want to talk about sources? Everything I'm hearing is the Sixers are actually going to figure out a way to keep James Harden. So yeah, if they if they keep him, then Amin's going to be go there. But if he doesn't go, if if Harden does get dealt, I'm pretty sure they'll pick uh, Whitmore. Okay, all right. So all right, that makes uh, yeah. Um, but that would be an interesting. Yeah, because then what would happen with that pick? But yeah, Amen Thompson at at four feels like a um, a great price at minus one thirty two. By the way, yeah, the Thompson brothers, and I even saw the um, there was uh, I think Gumby uh, on our website sportsgivenpodcast.com. He gave it some picks, and there it's still out there. The price isn't as good when he when he wrote it up. It was like minus two twenty for Amen to go ahead of his brother. Uh, now that's up to like minus three forty, but from what you guys have said, that seems like a lock as well, right? Yeah, very much. Yeah, so. It he's is definitely he. He's getting drafted over. Yeah, I think it's I, just it's the scoring. Asor is the better one, I think. Though, I, I really, think, uh, yeah, I think Amin is just the more athletic, and he and, has and the ball shooter. more. Yeah, he has the ball in his hands more, so everybody thinks he's the better playmaker. But I mean, his brother is a. I mean, obviously, there's the same genetics, damn near. So, <laughs> but uh, Amin is the better like athlete. He's like 99 percentile when his measurables and stuff is all 99 percentile. Uh, he killed a workout today. That's why the odds shifted. Um, uh, like he was 140. Uh, it was minus 140 to go fourth overall, and now it's like minus 200. So yeah, having coached twins before, mm-hmm. they're. I mean, there's definitely never two alphas. I'll put it that <laughs> way. Like there's always one that's better than the other, and they usually know it too. So mm. I bet you if you ask them, they tell you who the better one is. Real quick. Cause I was the, basically some of my handicapping for this stuff is just trolling around the mock draft databases. And one, one matchup that stood out to me is Taylor Hendricks and Anthony black. Anthony black is minus two thirty. Taylor Hendricks plus one eighty. Hendricks appears to be going ahead of black in it's, it's a coin flip. So I I'm curious on uh, Lante take on this one. Why are we, why not just take the dog here? It seems like, and maybe you're going to tell me because you have him going after. But it seems like in about half of the mock drafts I've seen, he's going before. So plus one eighty, maybe a steal. Yeah, I mean, maybe anything oh, after I think three is pretty much up for grabs. To be yes. honest with you, but 
so I would I would take more plus price. I got a lot of plus prices also, so I don't hate it. But I think that Black is like a prototypical guard, and I think Utah Orlando would probably be able to pick him up rather than Hendricks, simply because you know Utah has a big in Kessler. Um, the Magic have two bigs. They have um, Wendell Carter, and uh, I guess if you want to consider him a big bowl bowl. So I don't see Hendricks going that high. I have him like slotted to go to Dallas because I think Dallas needs rim protection, um, like a, a rim running center who can do stuff like that. And he's athletic. I just don't see any of the teams being a good fit. But then again, it's a plus price. We never know what these teams are going to do, if they're going to trade. I, I think it's going to be a chaotic draft myself. So I wouldn't put it past it, but Hendricks is one of those guys that I think I'm lower on. So maybe that's mm. why I have him um, going a little bit lower, but I don't hate it. I don't I, hate it. Somebody can take a swing at that. I also think, I mean, last year, I mean, I wonder because historically the NBA draft has like the reporters have been pretty well informed. Yeah. And yeah. last year was a big wrench. And so I wonder if people are like reacting to the reaction of, oh, <laughs> maybe the information isn't good this year. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm taking that Hendrix price. By e- the way. Easy in the YouTube chat goes. Uh, I'm learning from the golf podcast. When the guests say uh, maybe or I don't hate it, it's them being nice to us, right? Wait a second. When the golf guys yeah. had me swap from Hadwin, who got speared on the 18th green celebrating the Canadian Open yes. for Keegan Bradley, <laughs> turned out to be a bad choice. Good thing I didn't listen. <laughs> Hendricks plus one eighty, motherfucker. Well, come on, Lante, Lante, and Terrell don't well, deserve that. No, they, they Lante just got lumped in with oh, Boston Capper. I, I was very much listening and very much putting my own. In, in fact, you know what? Line up. I'll go a step further. Hendricks to go to the Pistons, number five, I believe, is eighteen to one. Okay, now we're so talking. Let, let's have some fucking fun. <laughs> let's have some fun, Terrell. Sorry, let's have some fun. I didn't mean to curse. Terrell, what do you got next? Um, NBA who, draft prop bets. What are we doing here? Okay. Uh, said okay. Let's see. Do we do we go with the long shot? Yes. 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 Shoot your that? wad here. Give me. I oh, thought. Well, I thought I saw you tweet out a forty to one or something tasty. I did. That's the forty to one oh. that I don't give out. Nick Let's Smith see. Jr. We're gonna take him forty to one to be in the top ten of the NBA draft. Ooh. So forty to one. Okay. And well, talk me. Honestly, talk me through it. So let's give a history of who Nick. Smith Jr. is for those DJs that do not know. He is the former number one overall recruit in 2022 of the class. He ended up going to Arkansas. And when he got to Arkansas, he had a knee issue. He ended up missing the first six games for load management. And then <laughs> that turned into him coming back sporadically throughout the season, missing a bunch of time. And when he did come back, he had some good flashes. He had some very good flashes. 25 piece to or to Oklahoma. Very, very good flashes in there. But it was not to the level that people thought that they were going to get. And they said he probably should have just sat out the year so he could maintain his draft stock. Now you go look at mock drafts all over. They have him slotted in between the 15 to 20 range. Some people barely even have him in the first round. So I just wanted to come up here and bring back the history of number one overall recruits to this podcast. So starting all the way back with Anthony Davis in 2011, here are the draft positions of former number one overall recruits. Anthony Davis went one, Nerlens Noel went six, Andrew Wiggins went one, Emmanuel Mude went seven, Ben Simmons went one. (laughs) 
Josh Jackson went four, Marvin Bagley went two, RJ Barrett went three, Anthony Edwards went one, Kate Cunningham went one, Chet Holgram went two, and now you have Nick Smith. Nobody here fell down further than seven. So I love this it. as much as a knee injury and i just need a team doctor to say that hey we believe in this kid because if you watch nick smith in the games that he did play and you watched him before you know he is a pure scorer he's probably arguably one of the best scorers in this entire draft and he can absolutely have top five potential when he's fully healthy and he's able to go out there and play like nip smith jr he's just that gifted of a scorer and so if I'm getting 40 to one for one the history of number one overall recruits they're always top 10 in the since 2011 and the fact that I just need a doctor to clear him and a team that wants to take a chance on somebody that had a knee injury, like, yeah, 40 to one is absolutely worth that. So I'm all in on Nick Smith Jr. going inside the top 10. And dare I say, somebody who just traded away one of their best scorers and somebody that is a really, really good scorer in this league and the Washington Wizards might have interest in Nick Smith, who just did a workout for them like a week ago, maybe two weeks Let's ago. Let's go. Absolutely. I love I love the logic because the NBA especially is willing to take shots on talent and you know you guys just mentioned it that you know after those first four guys bit of a cliff you're sitting there at 10 why not take a shot on the guy who was the number one recruit it's only yeah yeah he had a, not an amazing year a little bit of a knee injury if they can clear him medically th- this to me isn't a crazy path to get him in the top 10 and if they're going to take a shot on a guy it's going to be a guy like that he certainly has i mean just kind of again trolling around the mock draft database He's in. He shows up in the top ten like greater than zero times. So, which makes me think that forty to one's a nice price. Yeah, it's literally only one. And if you're looking where I was looking, it's literally only one time that anybody had him in the top ten. And which is crazy because again, in one year, a number one overall recruit who is a guaranteed top ten pick has slid this far because they didn't like what he saw when he came back from a knee injury. Like nobody's yeah, ever exactly I mean, who they were when they come back from a knee injury, but they still go on to have great careers. I don't know. I just think that there's a greater than not chance that somebody particularly either trades up or in the end of that top 10 just says, Hey, we're going with the guy that we know is a gifted scorer. Yeah, no, I, it's totally the type of guy. Someone would roll the dice on. All right. I'll toss one out here. Grady Dick. Oh, yeah, I knew you were gonna have a Grady Dick prop. <laughs> Grady <laughs> Dick. There's no way he wasn't make playing a Grady Dick prop. <laughs> oh, Grady Dick God. under ten and a half Whoa. draft position plus one ninety. I also like if you can find. Uh, I don't think they're. Um, I don't think it's quite out yet. I'm sure it will be uh, by the time you probably hear this. But yeah, I, that him going exactly number nine to Utah. I think makes a ton of sense. First off, he just looks like a dude who would be playing for the Utah Jazz. Like this is this is just the prototypical hey, jazz guy. I resent that. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Jazz I mean, guy. He, <laughs> what are you he, trying to say? He he's, looks like he's he's a, got hands that sparkle. No, he's a he's what Drewski say? What do you mean by that? <laughs> he's a six foot eight uh, white dude who yeah. can shoot the ball, which just seems like the type of guy the Jazz would draft. Uh, Danny Ainge says they're looking for better perimeter shooting. Again, he's six. Eight, he ah, shot forty percent. Right, like it, it just the narrative is there. It's it's a former Boston guy coming to Utah, drafting Grady Dick, and you're getting plus odds. I like. The, well, we saw how well uh, Brown did in the postseason. 
just balling out with his t- his leg tights from also a oh. Kansas guy. Oh, so I, yes. I definitely went on another show earlier, and I said if Grady Dick gets into that, the top ten, then he definitely owes Christian Braun a check. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Oh, oh. He owes no, definitely. And, well, it's all right. So, but I mean, the, just the the Danny Ainge connection is what I was on to here at plus one ninety. Lante, am I am I crazy for this? You can say yes. Uh, originally, I wouldn't I wouldn't have, but some like reading and stuff. He's not been as good at, in workouts, and <laughs> oh, no. the ass coaches have won him. So I think he'll fall outside of the top tens. I have him going over like nine and a half, over ten and a half at plus money from like earlier in the in the process. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like that. So, CLB. Um, but, but your but the logic that you have behind the handicap is like a really logic one because Danny Ainge is known for the lengthy shooters. The jazz need, the jazz does um, do need shooting. Want to say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to preface my words uh, without saying <laughs> Grady Dick's name as much. So it's hard for me to try to tiptoe around it. Yeah. Um, Can I get the breaking news drop? Yes. Sean likes dick while Delonte does not. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan, Ryan already was was doing some handicap uh, back in the day. I want a dick rubbed on me tonight. So maybe Ryan wants to, you know, get down in the post he, there. That was when Grady was a youth sportsman. I was, yeah. I'm a big youth sports guy. Ryan's, you know, Ryan's Ryan. Ryan thinks that again, he's tall, he's lengthy, he's easy, easy guy to box out. So he wanted to, you know, he wanted to rub up can, on him. Can it's we? The fact that Ryan said that he was in youth sports at the time. Play the drop one more time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I mean, this, this is, uh, always, always I want a dick rubbed on me. Tonight. Always promoting. <laughs> which, by the way, sports. Why are you, why are you naming your, your last name is Dick. Yes. If you, I assume you don't live in a cave somewhere and you're aware of what a dick is. I would assume so. The dick can be a couple different things. Right. Why would you put Grady in front of that? <laughs> it's a, what it's an his last name match. is really Richard. No, right. I think his, I think his mom his actually his mom's last name isn't Dick anymore. I don't think she mm. got married. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. She so he's the son. only Dick left. Think, she yeah. got rid of that dick. last last Dick standing. <laughs> she got that Dick out of there. She dropped uh, the D. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I actually was gonna. I was prepared to come on here and say uh, I I was able to find some uh, a, 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 in a faraway place offshore. You can find, and I loved your angle about Grady Dick. Yeah. I just think you had the wrong team. Oklahoma City Thunder. What better way to pair with Chet Holmgren? Oh, okay. That's another eight, eighteen to one for him, and it's twelfth, which it's right around the total too. So the price, uh, they're they're not taking more than fifty dollars. So I do have a max play on it. But Grady (laughs) Dick to the Oklahoma City Thunder at eighteen to one. Yeah, that. I apologize. His his mom and dad. Their last name is Dick. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, lot, lot, lot hey, whoever, later apologizes whoever, for the dick. whoever says we're not a legit organization. Uh, Lante just did research on the fly and corrected mm, a previous that, mistake that, made by ours. That's reporting. Yes, what Mike Lombardi does on the airwaves is <laughs> this is nothing be but sex source. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Lante. What else you got? Uh, draft prop bet wise. What else? What else we cooking on? Uh, let's see if I can find a bigger. So I got Trace Jackson Davis from Ooh. Indiana. To go in the first round at three to one. Okay, uh, I have him mocked at going exactly oh. thirty to um to the Clippers. I think that's a, they got the last pick in the draft. They he fits a big need for them. But my logic is anywhere between twenty four and thirty, I can see either of those teams taking him 
Um, they need rim protection. He's good out of the pick and roll. He was working with Mike Woodson, who was an NBA coach. So he knows, you know, what to do as a big in the NBA, uh, where to position himself, has to get better shooting the ball. But I think he has all the tools to be a, a great defender. Fits well in Brooklyn, Charlotte uh, with Mark Williams, um, Indiana, especially if they uh, wanted to get off of Miles Turner. And especially with um, with the Clippers, because they, I mean, Zubak is always in foul trouble or he just can't play consistent consistent minutes and give you offense. So I like to trace that trace Jackson Davis to go in the first round at three to one odds. Funny enough, that was also on my list. Another one that kind of stood out. If you just scrape through the mock drafts, he does seem to squeak his way into the first round more than not. And I like you nailed the point. These guys all talk to one another. I guarantee his head coach being a former NBA guy. Oh, is, that's is that's got to give you that bump at the very end there, right? And, and well, I mean, it's also a great work. Like, hey, you know, he picks up the phone. He's like, hey, he calls a bunch of his friends. He's like, hey, get this guy drafted in the first round. It's going to help me recruiting in the future. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. That's how it's done. Networking, networking gets it done. That's what Dick Olson taught me one time. <laughs> Terrell, any uh, any other uh, draft bets you want to toss out here? Yeah, I'll give you one more. I got here Derek Lively plus 225 to be drafted in the top 10. Mm. And I think this is more about a move up that somebody makes. And it could, it could, because you could sit here and the Jazz could use some more rim protection. Like that would never be bad for them. You look at Oh, we know the Mavericks could use rim protection. They're literally running out there with. I think this is the last. This is officially the last year we've seen Dwight Power be a starting center. I think, hopefully, possibly, we'll <laughs> see what the Mavericks do. But, but I, I really hope this is the last year we see Dwight Power being a starting center. But Derek Lively here, and we're not talking about the offensive end because he doesn't bring you much there at all whatsoever. But it's the defense and the fact of how good he was at different points of the season like literally dominating with blocks. And so is there a world where you sit there and you see him going 10 to the Mavericks over a Taylor Hendricks? Absolutely. I can see that. I I would not be surprised by that. Can you see a Atlanta or a golden state? Like if you're Mike Dunleavy, there's no way you let Draymond be the first decision that you make as, you know, GM or you go on air and you say four years of Jordan Poole, like you're freaking running for president for more <laughs> years, for more. Like that is not going to be the first thing that is going to highlight your, your no, you're going to make a splash move. You're going to trade up and you're going to get somebody that's going to add yeah, a lot no, of I value. Like that. And so Golden State doesn't need a big, they need a big that can run the floor and they need a big that can play defense. You don't have to be able to score. They they, they promise they got that under control, but you got to be able to run the floor. You got to be able to play defense, and Lively can do both. So I think Lively has a pretty solid chance of being top 10. I'll take his plus 225. Always That's love a, a good dog. Right yeah. That's a great bit. Uh, Lante, any more, any more picks you want to toss out? Uh, yeah, I got one more, man. I, I love that, uh, that pick by, by Terrell, actually. Uh, I got Keontae George. You can find first round matchups uh, out here. I got Keontae George plus one fifty five going ahead of Jordan Hawkins. Um, I, I got him going literally one spot above. If you read some of the stuff uh, that the Utah Jazz are putting out, they love Keontae George. They got two picks inside the top twenty, uh, and they they are like emphatic about taking him. And I don't think they put those reports out there if they're not like serious about him. So they're going to take him with one of those picks. Now, which one? It doesn't matter because I think Hawkins slides to the Lakers. 
he fits a better need for the Lakers. And Hawkins, I mean, he's while well, he's a good player, he's more so of a shooter. So he doesn't do he doesn't do everything well like Keontae George does. Keontae can score all three levels. Um, Jordan Hawkins fits the Lakers or some win now teams who can just need some shooting. So I think Keontae George at plus one fifty five to go ahead of Jordan Hawkins is, is a really really good bit. I was just looking at my my cart, shopping hungry over here, loading up. Just what just, else you got cooking? Well, just, any other any just, other basically plays anything Lante says, uh, <laughs> or Terrell, uh, but mostly. What Lante. about me? Well, I mean, you're too. But okay, we, we disagreed on the core element of the draft. <laughs> draft starts at the second pick, and we disagree with the yes. second pick. I real quick, it's not draft related, but I do have an additional prop Toss on Mister uh, Wembenyama. Oh, okay. I, I I see some places out there offering props on how many points, rebounds, and assists he'll average next year. Seventeen and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, two and a half blocks. The blocks is the only one I would be concerned about. Give me under on the other two, Sean. I'm doing some basic ass research. This motherfucker has had a stress fracture in his fibula. He's missed time for fractures in his finger fingers. He's missed time two months for a shoulder contusion. And guess what happened to him in June of 2022? He had an injury to his uh, so soas. Do you know what that is? No. Do you know what it connects to? Your fucking lumbar and spine. You're a giant fucking man, and you're already having issues in your back. The T12 and L1 through five. Ryan, you want a hot take? Uh, Victor Webinyama may be basketball's oh. Jadavian Clowney, where he blew up because of some a couple highlights, but then wow. when well, it's uh, it's not he's this not is a, a crazy he's, take. He's not a bust. He's good. He's in the league for a while. Injuries, never that, never that. You know, LeBron James type player. Oh, I'll go way further than that. <laughs> How's that kid that the Knicks picked in the top ten in the tenth pick? A couple that French kid. How's he doing? Not, not good. Yeah, again, why are we picking the French kids? Why are we pretending like this kid's not going to be soft? Uh, Easy says Terrell looks disgusted. T- Terrell, give us your prediction for before we go for Victor Webanyama. Where is he when it's all said and done? I'm looking at. I just was curious at the leader of blocks for the NBA in the past few years and. Jaron Jackson Jr. last year at three, year before that, 2.2. You have Miles Turner at 3.3, 2.9 for Hassan Whiteside, 2.6 for Miles Turner again, Anthony Davis, 2.5. Like 2.5 for his blocks average actually seems like a lot. Yeah, Yeah. because now you're basically pegging him to walk in as a rookie and lead the NBA in blocks. And I don't know about that one. I think we might have to take the under on that. I, one. I would also a hair yeah, too high. I agree with you. And I would also, if I was his doctor or coach, I'd just tell him not to jump. It's safer that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm watching yeah, it. I'm watching the highlight here where he's dunking without really jumping. So, I mean, he barely gets any air when he dunks. He's so fucking tall. It's insane. Yeah, but what do you think? Like one of these grown ass men is gonna do to this kid? No, nah, it, it's just like you're. There's just so much more contact and in also, the NBA. Uh, a media. Let's not call the grown men playing in the Euro League the same grown men that are playing in the NBA. <laughs> as much as I like I mean, to make fun of the NBA. Yeah, Come on. These are these well. Are Luca s- did say Luca did say that the NBA was easier. He, the words came from. He well, said it was that's easier. Fair. Well, that's, well, that, yeah. that's in, and he played. He played in one of the harder leagues, like yeah. in, you know, overseas. Like that's that's one of the like 
I heard somebody say you, that you covers can... him. I mean, I don't I don't know much about it, but I heard somebody say Luca at his teenage years, like they would have came over and beat anybody in the final four by 20 points. Any any time that he was playing, they would have beat that team by 20 points. Well, Luca, maybe, maybe uh less trash talk on the NBA when you squeak into the yeah. Western Conference yeah. as an eight seed. You know, say save some <laughs> shit talking when you make it to the playoffs. I'll give a pass. Kyrie showed up. <laughs> oh, Kyrie, oh, they, yeah. We should the Knicks should have the tenth overall pick a hundred percent. Like there, there is no they absolutely made sure that they were going to fall at 10. <laughs> Lante, right, well, Webin Yama, what's your what's your prediction? How does he how does his career end up? Well, I mean, I think the organization that he's with plays a big part in, in how he'll develop and they're used to developing big men. That's why they um, sent him there. Yeah, I don't think he'll be like this, you know, top five of all time type of t- I mean, it's hard to it's hard to even imagine he could be that. Um, I would say a, a lower end version of, you know, Anthony Davis mixed with a little bit of Christoph Porzingis. Uh, just because of his length, he has to do better, like scoring the ball. He's not a good shooter, um, and he, you know he'll bulk up in some size. So I'm not, I'm not worried about his size. He'll be fine there. But I think Popovich will develop him. And the thing with Pop is, I mean, he's not just going to give him the keys and let him just go out and do what he wants. Like he's actually going to be coached, yeah, and and put in certain situations. And obviously, you know, he's probably not even going to be playing in the summer league, from what I heard. Even though he said, you know, to a guy in the, in like a layup line that yeah, he'll be playing a little bit. I'm pretty sure that organization is not going to put that much stress on him. He just played a full season um, in the French league. So Darrell's rolling his eyes about stressing him out by playing summer the, league. The the greatest prospect since LeBron James. Don't play him. Since though. LeBron James is not going to play in a summer league in Vegas. Not I would be, game. I would be playing there. He said, he said, he said a little, now this is his words. You can hear him like interacting with the guy who's asking him, yo, are you going to play in the summer league? And he goes, he goes like this, like a little bit, but reports <laughs> before that were saying that the Spurs were kind of like not trying to put him through, you know, any of that stuff after a long season injuries. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I read. He's, he's 19. Play some basketball. He's playing two games. All I right. mean, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just no, no, telling you they got to protect. They got to protect him. So Sean Bradley scored six thousand seven hundred and fifty-two points in his career. Okay, over under. Uh, will Victor <laughs> Webanyama <laughs> score more points than Sean Bradley? Yeah, uh, for Spurs fans, is that I too hot? So. <laughs> is that that's I, Kramer's hot take? Should I have done Greg Oden? Is that a better one? No. He probably doesn't have a thousand. Yeah, Greg Oden. Oh man, what does he have career? Uh, Greg Oden has more career games than Zion Williamson thus far. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> wow, are you serious? No, I was. I, oh, I was oh, oh my six. <laughs> but I would if if you looked up the numbers, I wouldn't be surprised. Greg, all right, Greg Oden. I play basketball. Yeah, Greg Oden played a total of 105 games in the NBA. 840 points. 840 yeah. career points. Sean Bradley, you're making me underrate his career. His yeah, career. Pretty decent career. Yeah, not too shabby. Uh Zion has played 114 games. So oh, not barely. that far off. Yeah. yeah. But we're uh it's, it's tight. It's tight. <laughs> Zion scored twenty nine hundred. So Zion's still only halfway to Sean Bradley. Yeah. Sean Bradley is still dominating. <laughs> Zion might not catch him. I, I measure that's the better him. that's the better uh question. Will Zion Williamson overtake Sean Bradley in career points? Fire off in the comments. Well, I, and I think you know, maybe Sean Bradley was also practicing load management. <laughs> Who knows what he was getting into? Uh way too tall for his body. But but think about it. What a genius move, right? Top prospect. If you never play him, he never stops being the top. <laughs> never prospect. hurts his stock at all. 
That's that's uh, Chet Holmgren's. Uh, Chet Holmgren's going to get injured again in in preseason <laughs> or training camp. He's just going to keep kicking it down the line. All right, guys, thank you so much for yes. coming on. Make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast, the WNBA Gambling Podcast. We've even seen Lante on the MLB Gambling Ooh. Podcast as well. Follow Lante on Twitter at xx. Lante XX. And of course, follow Terrell on Twitter as well at really rel double underscore. Follow uh, Kramer centric on Twitter at Kramer centric. Yes. Follow me at Sean T green on Twitter. Wow, what's going Toss on us here? a nice rating review. Always appreciate that. Make sure you Smash! that subscribe button. Always appreciate the positive reviews. Uh, maybe you might find yourself, uh, you know, winning a nice little uh, SGPN gift card. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he's Ryan. Just played all three women yama unders for next year. <laughs> Kramer, <laughs> let it ride. <laughs>